1: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 207th episode of Talk Direction. And it is a Harry day. Woo! Woohoo! Um, I feel like as much as we talk about Harry, we haven't talked about him in like over a month, like almost two months, a month and a half. Um, Maybe not. <laughs> I agree. I just <laughs> feel like that. you are dedicated. Ex- <laughs> because like we did his fine line and then we had like christmas and this and that like that was it mm-hmm. you know yeah um also i'm not sure we haven't checked yet i don't think either of us why the fine line um episode disappeared along with some other uh, of our episodes we sort that out or no no we haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> okay <laughs> we well sorry that about that record, but that's yeah. so annoying like maybe it's been gone for a long time I and know. like it's affected everything all of our listens.
0: I well at first I got scared that we got copyrighted, but then I was like, no, because they would send you a copyright strike if they take your stuff down for copyright.
1: Hmm. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Disappointing. i'll we'll Have to go look. Maybe it is copyright. But yeah, no, because they know. have
0: they would notify you. They'd be like, "Well, do you think we get notifications copyright.
1: that we just don't see somewhere that we turned off or something?" <laughs> it's
0: possible. <laughs> We'll look into it, uh, like, t- <clears throat> after we record.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to talk about Harry today. Yes. We're doing a song all about watermelon sugar, which was an episode we were going to do, like, back in December. But then, or November or something. Either way, it must have been November because Aroda got in the way. hmm And then we weren't able to do it because we wanted to talk about Aroda instead. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing it finally. Um, we want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talkdirection. And a Patreon is just somewhere you can get extra bonus content and financially support the show. Um, so it's kind of a subscription service where you subscribe and pay a monthly um, fee. So it can be like $1, 50 5 10 a month and you get bonus content. So every time we record, we do a second recording called Talk Direction Down Low or TDDL where we talk about more stuff that didn't fit on the episode. Maybe we think it's like a little too risque for the episode. Um, we get more personal over there. So if you're interested in hearing all of that, um, check out patreon.com slash talk um, Last time we did a fanfic book club that was really fun and this time we're talking about liam's album lp1 um so i know we didn't do a main episode about liam's album but we decided to save our thoughts for a talk direction download so we can yeah. get real real with you
0: guys sorry yeah sorry we aren't doing a <laughs> lp1 main episode i mean if anyone's listening and really wants us to like let us know we haven't gotten like, a lot of requests to. Um, mm-hmm. But we did have someone request on our Patreon to do it, so that's why we're doing it. And and we got an Anon
1: on Tumblr, too. I wonder if oh, it, was, I missed that. it couldn't have been the same person, though. Oh,
0: I didn't see that.
1: Either way, if you want to just listen to this episode, subscribe for a month. You know, pay whatever, five bucks, and you can listen to that episode Yeah. and hear it. And if you like it, stick around for more. <laughs> <laughs> um Anywho, before we talk about Harry, we got a lovely email from Hannah or Honey, Um, and Hannah Honey said, Dear Lucia, dear Caitlin, I just wanted to reach out to you to say thank you after listening to almost all episodes of your podcast over the last semester. I'm currently an international exchange student from Berlin, Germany in the U.S., your podcast has become the highlight of my study abroad experience as I listen to it every morning during my workout. I'm going to be honest. I mainly listen for Harry. Your approach to discussing One Direction and its discourses through a feminist and intersectional approach is remarkable. Your podcast has actually inspired me to get a VIP ticket, who am I, <laughs> to go see Harry right after I get back to Germany as you made it out alive, present, present after an unfortunately horrible... Oh, as a you-made-it-out-alive present after an unfortunately horrible study abroad experience. For future episodes, I would highly appreciate a chat about how Harry and the other boys have affected your personal development. I would also really appreciate a special edition on Lucia's... And I think she meant mine. Mm -hmm. uh, On um, Caitlin's study abroad experience and especially how it affected her perspective on the boys being raised in the UK in terms of their personal and cultural background and development. Not sure if this makes sense, but living in the US for almost 8.5 months really made me reflect on how different the US is compared to Europe. I've previously lived in England. As a result, I have often pondered about how different it must feel for the boys to be in the US, especially during concerts, doing concerts in more rural areas, meeting fans who have never been outside the country, and how LA never really feels like home. Harry in the Zane Lowe interview. Keep up your wonderful rambles about the boys' endeavors and a heartfelt thank you. Warmly, honey. Oh, that was really nice.
0: So sweet. Also, what a cool name. Um, I know. It's spelled, well, I guess Hannah, but um, then signed H-A-N-N-I and then pronounced honey. I love that.
1: Me too. Um, yeah, I would love to talk about my abroad experience. I wonder if you've listened to all the episodes because I definitely talked about them throughout but I think you said you listened to almost all of them well, or something.
0: I know you did a lot of um Patreon content about it. So I think you did a lot of TVDLs mm-hmm. where you really actually went into detail about it, but I think oh, less okay. on the main show actually.
1: Yeah, it's hard to remember. Um but yeah, I definitely noticed differences. Um it was very different to be in England um and uh I had a really kind of difficult study abroad experience too when i was there i did not love it it was i miss my family a lot and i was very glad to come back so i feel you if you are not having a good experience it seems like you're supposed to love it and it's okay not to um and yeah i feel like this is a conversation we could definitely talk about more um on tddl or on the main episode maybe we do a chit chatty episode and i can talk more about that and also how one direction affected our lives because i feel like we talk about that like a lot in the first 100 episodes but maybe we haven't talked about it enough again since lucia has been on and like how it has Mm -hmm. affected like our development and personal growth so that would be a really good idea Mm -hmm. um all right one minute news (laughs) um bringing this back I just have one news story. There were other, a couple other news stories that we could talk about, but I figured this was the biggest one. Um, so this is a hairy news story, <clears throat> keeping it on theme. Um, so let me start my timer. <laughs> Maybe it has to be two-minute news. So for <laughs> one-minute news, we set the timer, and we can only talk about the topic for one minute. That way we get through news without being too long winded. Um I really loved how honey said our our rambles. I yes. very much agree with that statement. Um so, Harry is reportedly filming the Falling music video at a high school in Florida. Although I've seen debate online whether it's Falling or a different song. What are your thoughts?
0: Um I haven't seen this except from you. I think we talked about it in the chat for a sec or I didn't, but other people did. Um, I think it probably is for falling it would make a lot of sense for that to be his next single because it's been doing quite well on radio Um, and he had lights up as kind of like the thesis single and then he had like adore you which was like more upbeat and fun and so it makes a lot of sense I feel like for falling to be the the next single because it's like a sad ballad
1: yeah I agree I feel like out of all of them it would be falling because it is the one that's been doing really well Um, besides the singles that have already been um, chosen Mm -hmm. so I feel like I and I would be happy with falling Mm -hmm. what about you 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 yeah that choice I do I think it would be a
0: good single choice Um, I think it's like a nice one to hear live Um, I'd love to see a video for it yeah
1: yeah I agree I feel like also I'm happy just that we are continuing to get music videos from him and he's like doing content on his like not just preparing for tour yeah so that's really cool i wonder if we'll get it in february at some point yeah i was really Um, prepared
0: not to get another single because i was like well he's gonna go on tour like
1: right yeah and like last time we had kiwi and sign of the times we also had um two ghosts but that wasn't really they didn't do a music video for that it was so, so weird when they like half released two ghosts as a thing I know and then we find out that they actually had a music video yeah. like I want to know what went down <laughs> um but yeah so I'm just glad we're still getting another music video from him mm-hmm. um that's nice so yeah uh we did that in Under two minutes, so that's good. (laughs) We're just at two minutes, I think. Two-minute news. Yeah, two-minute news. Um, All right, moving into the main discussion, which is our watermelon sugar song discussion. So we first found out about this song because Harry played it at the Jules Holland recording, um, which happened uh, before SNL, but it wasn't released until afterwards. But the recording happened, and people in the audience were kind of talking about the song and saying, oh, I think there was a song called Watermelon Sugar. Um, And then Harry addressed it, and he tweeted, Kiwi walked so Watermelon Sugar could run. Um, And Harry later explained that someone had said that to him, and he thought it was funny, so he tweeted it out. (laughs) Um, And then a little while while later, he ended up Playing Watermelon Sugar on SNL, but he dropped the song um, right before SNL started. (laughs) So people were like, "Oh my God, do I watch Harry on SNL or do I listen to Watermelon Sugar? Or ah, Um, do I watch it live for the first time?" Um, Yeah, that that was was November. It it really was. It was wild. (laughs) Harry really sets his arrows off with a bang. Yeah. Um. So that was November sixteenth and yeah it was it was the second song we got from Harry so we'd only gotten lights up and I feel like Mm -hmm. watermelon sugar as you get more songs from the next era you're really like okay what is this era gonna be you can have a single but it might be like totally off base to what Mm -hmm. the whole album sounds like so it's always really interesting to get that like second and third song to see if you can sort of see an album sound take shape yeah um so very highly anticipated Um, Do you have thoughts on that whole dramatic release? Well, I don't entirely remember it in great
0: detail because these things tend to blur together. But I do remember the moment of, like, he was about to perform it and he released it, like, at the same time. And it was, like, very, like, wah. Um, But I kind of already knew I was going to watch the performance first before. Because I was watching it live. um, And yeah that was like a really really fun time um and when i heard the song i was immediately in love with it i felt like it was really different from lights up um so it was really fun because it was like we had no idea what to expect and then we got this like song that like we couldn't have um like anticipated or we couldn't have like guessed what it was gonna sound Mm -hmm. like you know
1: Yeah. Just like with Kiwi, where you're like, Mm -hmm. what is this going to be? It's just a fruit. Watermelon Sugar is that kind of odd title. Yeah. Versus like, I mean, I think Carrie tends to have odd titles where you can't necessarily guess. But a title like Falling. Yeah. Really either shouts falling in love or like falling like sadness, you know, or To Be So Lonely. You know, you kind of get the theme of the song, although honestly, the sonics of To Be So Lonely is not what you would guess. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can semi figure out what songs are going to be like, but with a random title, it's kind of hard to know. Yeah. Well, I do wonder, like,
0: I know that with the Kiwi Walk so Watermelon Sugar could run tweet, it definitely got people thinking that Watermelon Sugar was going to be, like, a loud, like, yeah, maybe hard rock, maybe, like, fast-paced jam like Kiwi was, and it's mm-hmm. very much not. <laughs> yeah. Um, And I worry that... It like set it. It set it up in the in a bad way because I think watermelon sugar has like become a bit underrated. Mm. Um. So I wonder how much that had to do with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. I feel like. I don't know. Maybe because they were both fruit names, and they both are like really interesting groovy songs. For that sure. Have similar themes. Um. But they're not i mean kiwi definitely goes harder yeah but watermelon sugar like maybe is groovier and really digs in in a different way than kiwi does totally yeah kiwi feels like shouting mm-hmm. and like i don't know watermelon sugar is like the best crooning dance song yeah. ever i feel
0: like kiwi you could have like a mosh pit to kiwi Yes. <laughs> and like watermelon yeah. sugar and you wouldn't have a mosh pit listening to
1: watermelon
0: sugar, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you would still <laughs> dance just in a different way,
1: <laughs> but emotionally, maybe watermelon sugar's running. I don't know. <laughs> um, I every time I start thinking more about Harry's songs, I am like, okay, what is the tour set list going to be? We need to do that episode where we each come up with our like, oh, yeah, best set list guess or what we want to see. I'm like, what's going to end the thing? Like, Kiwi right. might still end it, but what will be the end of the, before the encore? Like, uh, yeah. it's a lot of feelings. When is his first show? Mm, I want to say sometime in April, but I'm not sure the actual date. Yeah. I guess we have a bit of time. So, yeah. But that, that episode's definitely coming at some point. Yes. Probably March, <laughs> given that I think we booked all of our February. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we already know what we're doing for February so it'll be a March one. Yeah. Um so Harry has talked about this song a little bit and um he said, well the hardest song to finish was watermelon sugar. We wrote it in a day and then it took about a year to finish, which was very frustrating, but uh happy with it now. Um I don't know where that was. It was on Genius, so
0: I remember him saying that. I just forget okay. where it was.
1: Yeah. And then you want to read the Zane Lowe one?
0: Yeah. So during the Zane Lowe interview, they're talking about watermelon sugar, and Zane says, Everyone's kind of figured out what it's about. The joy is of, you know, mutually appreciated oral pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Harry says, Hmm, is that what it's about? And Zane says, Is it? And Harry says, <laughs> I don't know. And Zane <laughs> says, That's what everyone's saying. Harry, Oh crazy zane always good to leave it up open to interpretation harry oh yeah of course yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> so funny
0: and the way he answered that like if you've watched that video it, it wasn't super clear if he was mm-hmm. like he was, oh is that what it's about or he was like is that
1: what it's about yeah he was, it
0: was very miss you know mysterious in harry's is way it an
1: emotion is it a person? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff, Zane. Asking the important questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song was written by Tyler Johnson, Kid Harpoon, Mitch Rowland, and Harry Styles, which is his go-to crowd of songwriters. The usual
0: suspects.
1: Uh, yes. Um and Watermelon Sugar is actually, or in Watermelon Sugar, is actually a book by Richard Brottigan. Um, and uh, it is a, I'm just going to read, or do you want to read the Wikipedia explanation sure. of what the book is?
0: Set in the aftermath of a fallen civilization, it focuses on a commune organized around a central gathering house, which is named I-Death. In this environment, many things are made of watermelon sugar, though the inhabitants also use pine, wood, and stone for building material and fuel made from trout oil. The landscape of the novel-, novel is constantly in flux. Each day has a different colored sun, which creates different colored watermelons, and the central building also changes frequently. The novel's narrator, who is left unnamed, claims to be writing an investigative book on his experience at eye death. Its first-person narrative is sparse and minimalist, granting the novel a detached and alien quality.
1: Ooh. <laughs> so in the book, the watermelon sugar is stuff they use to build things out of, but I think they also, like, eat it and they kind of get addicted to it. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I feel like we talked about it before and that's what we decided.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about it during Adore You because I think that the mu- the music video for Eroda, I think, took inspiration from In Watermelon Sugar. Mm um like trout oil (laughs) just the Mm -hmm. whole like kind of cult um aspect i think there was definitely some um
1: parallels so i feel like it's pretty clear that harry was inspired by this book um given that harry's ex mentioned this song this book is one of her favorites so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that he would know of the book Mm -hmm. um and sort of the theme of watermelon sugar being like this really important thing you need to sort of live uh i think there's those sort of themes in comparison of a person in the song watermelon sugar so i just Mm want to keep that in mind as we go through the song Um, Do you have anything else about sort of your first reaction to the song when you heard it live on SNL? Well, I think um,
0: when I when I heard Lights Up, I definitely really loved it and I felt like very inspired by it and I wanted to like cover it. But it was very hard (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's not a song. I personally don't think it sounds very good um, being sung by one person. I think it, like, really needs the harmonies because it has that weird, like, chorus thing. So Mm -hmm. I, like, tried to play it by myself, but it just, like, didn't sound that great. Um, Watermelon Sugar I, like, also immediately wanted to cover, and it was, like, actually really easy to cover and, like, really fun to sing and really fun to play. Um, And it, like, just quickly became, like, one of my favorite songs, like, kind of for that Mm -hmm. reason because it was, like, really – really easy to like absorb in that way um so that's kind of my that's first reaction good. to it i like i saw it on snl like listened to it and then actually like learned it that night and was like wow. playing it at like midnight which like i do sometimes but like not all the time <laughs> So yeah
1: you can tell like it, how much you love a song if you're like exactly if i'm
0: immediately like i need to play this right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's awesome yeah and then like listening to it again today like I was just listening to it in preparation for the episode, so it would be fresh in my mind. Um, And I was just like, yeah, like, this could easily end up being, like, one of my, like, favorites.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I'm still really having trouble, like, keeping the three singles mixed in with the other songs, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of favorites. Me too. I just, like, can't think of them, because I'm like, oh, the the other songs still feel newer, (laughs) even though at this point, like... It's almost the same. But yeah. Still. Um, yeah. I remember listening to this live and really being shocked that it wasn't as upbeat as Kiwi was. Like, I really thought we were going hard rock or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like this different groovy thing with like horns and yes. Harry's like really cute, like bright red slash pink outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dancing. And the groovy. Yeah. The dance moves. It was just <laughs> he just seemed so confident and his band looked great. Um, and then I listened to the studio version and that was also amazing, which is always a relief because you're like, what if the live version kills it way harder than the studio? Yeah. Um, so that was really, really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, and the studio version adds just a whole new perspective with all the little details that are in there that we're going to talk about. So yeah, yeah, I was really happy with that.
0: It is an interesting contrast because with watermelon sugar, I think the general consensus is, like, the live version and the studio version are, like, quite similar and, like, both very good. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people, when they heard Ever Since New York from the first album live first and then they got the studio version, they were, like, a little bit disappointed. And I think people didn't like that song as much because they liked the live version more. And I I just was wondering, so we got Lights Up, the studio version first, and then we got this, like, really, really different Really cool, beautiful live version on SNL. Mm-hmm. That's very different from the studio version. Yeah, and it really made me wonder if we had gotten that first and then the studio version. Like, would that have tainted people's feelings about? That's
1: so interesting. Lights up, right? I don't know. Yeah, because immediately I'm like, oh, lights up is like this really like awesome cathartic song. Yeah, but kind of in the SNL, it was so tame. Mm-hmm. Not tame in like a it wasn't good, but it like, was like so it was much really more emotional. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I I don't know because especially with it went the other way, like the live version was pulled back. Uh Uh-huh. But with ever since New York, the live version was like way, it went Mm. way harder. And I think for me, my preference, and I think we probably differ, I love like an upbeat song. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think I liked that the live version was really upbeat, and I was sad that the studio wasn't upbeat, but right. maybe someone who prefers sort of a slow jam more yeah. would prefer that slow jam. Yeah, like the the live studio. version felt more, like, lively to you. Yeah. yeah. It, it just, I don't know, it felt, like, happier, and then the other ones it felt more relaxed.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Um and finally just it is on side a of harry's album mm-hmm. and it's the second song so it sits between golden then watermelon sugar then adore you then lights up and i feel like it sits quite nicely with these songs um even before the album released, we were like okay side a is like all these bangers <laughs> it's gonna uh-huh. be like this happy positive vibe um and it really is and i feel like it is a good transition from golden and Watermelon Sugar, and then Adore You. Mm-hmm. For sure. What do you think? Yeah, I think, um, I think it really
0: fits in. I think it makes sense. Um, I like the grouping of these songs
1: together, and like the other songs as well. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot that you were going to insert some stuff that you wanted to talk about, <laughs> and I skipped all over that, so why don't you talk about it now? Okay. Yeah, so this might be a little discombobulated because
0: um, I was going to host this episode a long time ago and i wrote a doc but then apparently deleted it and put all my notes into another doc um that is not very organized so i'm just going to kind of read the notes i had (laughs) (laughs) um so basically one of the notes was just talking about um the kind of funk sound of this song um so there's like a, a funk guitar uh, in the song, you can actually see Mitch kind of playing the guitar in this style when you watch the SNL um, version. And also if you just listen to it, it's pretty easy to pick out what this guitar sounds like. Um, so basically the the funk sound is kind of like jazz, soul, R&B kind of combined, but it's like more dancey. Um, and it's more about groove and rhythm and less about melody. So a lot of funk music is kind of like hypnotic, dancey, and can be psychedelic. Um, And I have a couple of little quotes that I pulled from the internet. One of them is, the technical key to playing funk guitar is your fretting hand. Um, That's the, the hand that you play like the chord positions with. Although most of the chords and riffs you'll play will be simple, you'll need to learn to deaden strings with your fretting hand in order to create a rhythmic sound. Rarely in funk music is a guitar chord allowed to ring as it is in pop and rock music. Um, So if you listen to Watermelon Sugar and you hear that guitar, like, you'll immediately recognize it and know what this is talking about. Um, One of the songs that I thought of when I was listening to Watermelon Sugar, um, well, I kind of thought of a few of their songs, the band Sly and the Family Stone. Have you ever listened to them, Caitlin?
1: No, unless... I recognize the song. Yeah, I put
0: I, <laughs> I put Hot Fun in the Summertime. That's, like, one of their more popular ones. Um, they have a couple of very popular songs that I'm sure you know. Um, but they were, like, a, a funk band, and, like, a lot of their stuff kind of really makes me think of Watermelon Sugar, particularly Hot Fun in the Summertime. Um, and they did a kind of a lot of psychedelic stuff as well. Um And this was taken from, I think, from their Wikipedia page, perhaps, or maybe another one. Um, Following the late 1960s work of Jimi Hendrix, the music and drug culture of psychedelia began to have a widespread impact on African-American musicians. Black funk artists, such as Sly and the Family Stone, borrowed techniques from psychedelic rock music, including wah pedals, fuzz boxes, echo chambers, and vocal distorters, as well as elements of blues rock and jazz. Um... I don't actually know how to say that. Is it a wah pedal or a, or a wah pedal?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I've never heard it said. You're doing better. Than I know
0: that. what it is, but I don't know what it's actually called. Um, and I thought this was interesting that um, the song kind of made me think of Sly and the Family Stone because um, Harry has talked about psychedelics and a lot of music critics have um, talked about this album being a little psychedelic. Um. From the Rolling Stone interview he did with Rob Sheffield, there was this quote. Psychedelics have started to play a key role in his creative – this is Rob talking about Harry – in his creative process. Um, And then a quote from Harry. We do mushrooms, lie down on the grass, and listen to Paul McCartney's ram in the sunshine, he says. We just turn the speakers into the yard. The chocolate edibles were kept in the studio fridge right next to the blender. You'd hear the blender going and think, so we're all having frozen margaritas at 10 a.m. this morning. He points to a corner. This is where I was standing when we were doing mushrooms, and I bit off the tip of my tongue. So I was trying to sing with all this blood gushing out of my mouth. So many fond memories this place.
1: <laughs> Ouch. I still can't get over that. That's painful. I know.
0: One time my brother was on his bike when we were little, and he fell, and he bit through his tongue.
1: Mm. And I was
0: there, and, my, and I had to like bring him to the house, and it was horrifying. Oh, God. He was like a small child.
1: Ew.
0: Anyways. <laughs> Um, and then, lastly, I have a little quote about kind of what psychedelic music is, in case anyone's like has no idea. Which it it's fair because it's still a little bit confusing to me. Um, author Michael Hicks explains to understand what makes music stylistically psychedelic, one should consider three fundamental effects of LSD: dechronization, de-chronization depersonalization, and dynamization i'm sure i'm saying all those wrong the first one (laughs) permits the drug user to move outside of conventional perceptions of time depersonalization allows the user to lose the self and gain an awareness of undifferentiated unity dynamization as timothy leary wrote makes everything from floors to lamps seem to bend as familiar forms dissolve into moving dancing structures music that is truly psychedelic mimics these three effects Um, so those are kind of my notes I feel like throughout the album we see a lot of psychedelic influences Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think particularly on Watermelon Sugar we see the psychedelic influence and also like that strong funk um, influence as well which is a super different sound for Harry which is why like when I heard the song I think it excited me like extra because we just haven't heard him do this kind of sound before
1: I know. It's so weird, like, looking back, really remembering how kind of different this album was than expected.
0: Yeah. In the best way. In a really good way, yeah. And it was also nice, like, when you did see him do the, like, the SNL performances that he had, like, black musicians on stage with him because, um, I mean, pretty much, like, 99% of you know, music Wheelton today, like, has roots um, in, like, black music and was, like, invented by black people. But, you know, particularly the kind of funk sounds, um, the R&B sounds that Harry is, like, delving more into um, are, like, definitely, like, music created by black people. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important that he, like, if he's not including them in his, like, writing creative process, then at least he's including them in, like, the performance aspect. Yeah. And, like, um, I hope that we get to see that continued as he kind of goes more into those genres that are
1: um yeah yeah same i mean what would it be like to have harry with like trumpeters and uh uh, like sax and i really
0: i really hope he's gonna have like Uh, a whole horn section on tour with him
1: that would be amazing he
0: can afford it
1: he really can uh, people have like tons of dancers and stuff yeah and Harry can have some more instrumentalists I think he will well thank you for that background I yes. feel more knowledgeable about like the genre of music yes. he is Good. dabbling in all right moving into our lyrical analysis of the song Um, Let's start off with the title, which is Watermelon Sugar. How do you feel about it?
0: I love this title. Um, I don't think it was until a a bit after I had the song that I saw the In Watermelon Sugar um, book connection, and I didn't really know what it meant, but I just, I love it. I love watermelon. I love sugar. I love the sound of both of those words. I love the Mm -hmm. visuals um i just think it's a great title
1: it really is very unique very random very hairy yes. i mean now we have kiwi cherry and watermelon sugar yes. so <laughs> harry's really into these fruit names mm-hmm. um also iconic that his two pits are called cherry pit and watermelon pit yes it's so good i know i can't wait he to must be in- have really really liked that one i know i can't wait to be in those pits i know me too or at least one of them and what
0: i said or at least one of them
1: (laughs) i'm sure we'll end up in both if we go to enough shows yeah um i think i have for the new york one i think i'm in watermelon oh that's right yeah no idea what the difference will be but Mm -hmm. yeah um will people throw watermelons on stage (laughs) (laughs) i don't think people will be able to get a watermelon past security Mm, you never know you could act pregnant that's true maybe we should try it (laughs) (laughs) you could use like sliced watermelon
0: well also harry loves pregnant women so you could like have the watermelon under (gasps) your shirt he would be drawn to you and then you would be like psych and then you'd throw the watermelon at his head
1: what that is the best idea (laughs) I'm serious. Let's do it. Yeah. That is such a good idea. That would be really iconic. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. This title is a good title. Good job, Harry. You keep going with your odd titles. I am a fan. Yes. All right. First verse. Or whatever it's called. Is it verse? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm looking at a different version than you, and mine doesn't say. Verse one, pre-chorus, chorus. chorus. Um, All right. So, tastes like strawberries on a summer evening, and it sounds just like a song. I want more berries and that summer feeling. It's so wonderful and warm. Um, So, right away, I noticed that there was, like, this beautiful piano and guitar, and... It was just like really simple and then later on it adds the drums in on the pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that because it feels like you get this really acoustic-y sort of deep and connected feel of Harry's voice mm-hmm. um, where it just sounds so rich and pure and then like it goes off later on with like the added horns and the drums um, but it it's still tying back into that acoustic-y feel that I feel like we um get later in the album and also we got on his last album because when we heard this i was like this is harry's last album was more like acoustic and then rock um and i appreciated how this song balanced sort of the more electric feel which we Mm. heard a lot of in lights up yeah but also having those like touches to like a really acoustic kind of two go sound yeah um so, yeah, I was really happy with that. Um, my one uh, annoyance with this is Harry very clearly says sawberries, not strawberries. <laughs> like, I have listened so many times. There is no strawberries. And it's not even like British people still say, like, strawberries, strawberries. Like, mm. he does not do any type of TR at all. So, mm. that really bugs me. But <laughs> besides. What? Maybe he was high when he was recording them. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Um, but besides that, I have no qualms with the sounds of this part. <laughs> what What are your thoughts here? Um, I love the opening
0: of the song. Um, you get that funk guitar rhythm going um, right in the beginning, and I feel like the the whole song sounds very smooth. Um, his voice is, like, a bit echoey, um, mm. and the song just has this, like, really warm sound to it. His, his vocals are really warm and, like, fuzzy, um, mm. and, like, there's that, like, synth, uh, that also has a kind of, like, buzzing, like, kind of warm and fuzzy quality to it. Um, and, yeah, I really like the lyrics. I thought immediately of Troy Sivan's. Has a song called "Strawberries and Cigarettes," mm. um, and it the lyric is like "sugar and smoke rings." I've been a fool, but strawberries and cigarettes always taste like you. Um, so I kind of thought of that song when I heard this, um, but and then we had, had the that summer feeling, which was one of the um, one of the things we got on his website when they were doing generated things we totally (laughs) knew that was a lyric yeah
1: it was like we're like this has to be a lyric and that summer feeling i i -hmm. don't know if there was any others that were lyrics though i know we i I feel like
0: i haven't seen any like people like looking back and saying like oh here's that one right so i'm not sure
1: this one was i'm glad we knew it
0: yeah um but i love the the line it sounds just like a song so pretty
1: Yeah, I feel like he does a lot of how you were saying about his voice feeling warm there's just a lot of that in this song Mm -hmm. like I think thematically there's like Watermelon Sugar in a sexy way Mm -hmm. in this song and then Watermelon Sugar as just kind of this warmth of summer and like the feeling of being high and in love Mm -hmm. and like summer and I don't know spirit and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. um um and i think his vocals really uh try to convey that really heavenly summer feeling which is why everyone calls this like a summer album like there's yeah. so many themes and i think it comes out really strongly in this song in particular definitely um and adore you as well but mm-hmm. there's just like this it just really makes you feel like it's the summer yeah. Um so I'm excited to listen to this in the summer next year. Oh my gosh, like me too. I feel like it'll be great windows down, rolling with the warm air. Yeah. Eating strawberries. Mhm. Good stuff. And this isn't the only song he talks about strawberries. No. He talks about it in Adore You, strawberry lipstick state of mind. Yep. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense cuz strawberry lipstick And taste like strawberries, like you're eating, like not not you're eating someone's lips, (laughs) (laughs) but you're you're kissing someone who's got that strawberry lipstick on. Yeah, I just made that connection. Wow. Um, (laughs) did I interrupt you? Were you saying more stuff? No.
0: Sorry, I have some. So, what is your take? Scratching and stuff, and if you hear background noise, I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I hear the um, collars jingling. Um, what is your take on? I guess it's not here. Never mind. Let's hold that off. Okay. Um, um what am I saying? Yes. Okay. Uh- <laughs> I would help if, you. I would help
0: help you pull you back, but I don't know where you're going.
1: I don't know where I'm going, you guys. I think the dog collars threw me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was like more that you. The more I that I was it. talking, engaging with it, <laughs> than it was actually happening. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anywho, so the I don't know. He really sets the scene here. Tastes like strawberries. So already you're getting like all these senses being lit up, which he does so well across this album. I think we've talked about it um, on some of his other about some, when we were talking about his other songs as well, mm-hmm. where um like you've got taste going on it's a summer evening you can feel the warmth you got the sound of a song you've got like the feeling of hunger and wanting more mm. um there's just uh, it's kind of alivening your whole senses um which yeah. i really love that's such a um, good point yeah he just needs smell Thank in you. there <laughs> yeah he needs smell oh then We have breathe me in breathe me out so it comes oh, right in God. right right there in a second wow. um but the I I love that it, it sounds just like a song. It's very kind of like self aware, where it's like you are singing a song, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a song, uh, which I like. Um, but it's also I like that a feeling and an evening can be like a song. Almost like a song is like a perfect encapsulation of an emotion, and like that's what this evening is, or that's what this experience that he's happening is like. This perfect, yeah, like start to finish. Feels like really complete, um, like entity, like a song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I feel like you don't necessarily get super strong. Like, oh, I know this is like sex, Mm-mm. but it is starting here. Yeah, but you kind of need later context for it. Yeah. Um. Well,
0: but when I yeah when I first listened to this song, I didn't like think of well, I didn't think of oral sex. I just like the way that I listen to music. I'm sure if you're a regular listener, like, you probably know this, but, like, when I listen to a song, I, like, really don't zero in on lyrics for, like, kind of a long time. I, like, recognize the music first and the sound, like, the way the words sound, but, like, oftentimes, like, I really don't latch on to the lyrics right away, and sometimes not for a long time, and sometimes not at all. (laughs) So I'll usually, like, hear the lyrics and, like, form kind of pictures in my head, but, like, for this song, when I first heard it, I, like, did not think of, like, oral sex at all. Um, until I, like, read the, or saw the Zane Lowe interview. And then when I listened Mm. to the song after I was like, oh, yeah, you can, like, see it in every line if you want to look at it that way. Um, but it's just funny because I, like, totally did not get that at, like, first listen. Um, I, like, listened. I feel like we're so
1: opposite in that like, yeah, I always we are. listen for lyrics immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I go to, and your go-to is like the music of it, which yeah. I love that we have those differences. And I definitely like I
0: listen to the words and I like, create like a feeling. Like listening to the song, like I think of like warmth and like being with someone, and like definitely feels like a like a sexy song, like a sexual song. Mm-hmm. But I just like didn't think I, like I I like yeah, I listen more as like a like a feeling as opposed to like a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> that makes sense.
1: I love it. <laughs> Um, but yeah here I'm definitely hearing sounds just like a song definitely be like sexual sounds Mm -hmm. Um, berries and strawberries uh, very like fruit is often used as a symbol of sex or Mm -hmm. vaginas Um, yeah yeah then wonderful and warm as well Mm -hmm. so you get all those little nods but it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be sex, which is yeah, in cool, too. Um, Next bit. Breathe me in, breathe me out. I don't know if I could ever go without. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if I could ever go without. I love how this has a really piercing breathe. Like, it comes in like so high and sharp mm. breathe me in yeah um this is where like the drums kick in too, mm-hmm. which is nice and then I find it interesting the I'm just thing king out loud mm-hmm. um no one ever says thinking like that um and it reminded me of a switched on pop uh discussion they had they did an episode all about the emphasis on syllables Mm. and how in songs it's allowed to like emphasize different syllables and uh, like sort of what effect that has on like the understanding of the lyrics so like for example in is it called all-star where it's like somebody once told me So like no one ever says somebody, like somebody. Yeah. You always say somebody. But like the emphasis is in that song on the like the wrong syllable. Mm-hmm. So it just made me think of that episode, which I highly recommend. Um just thing, king out loud, like it's just you wouldn't ever say it like that, but it works really well. Um and it's almost as if he is thinking as he says that. You know, it's like this pause where he kind of is thinking out loud, like right as he sings, like this yeah. is what he's singing it right now, um, and thinking of it. He doesn't think he could ever go without. Um, yeah. So, I think that's that's a cool decision to put the syllable like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of this, Lucia?
0: Um, I. <coughs> Really liked in the beginning when he says, breathe me in, breathe me out. Um, After, so there's, after he says in, there's an echo, like a background vocal echo of in. And then there's also one of out. Um, And it's like very, very quiet. I think you can probably only hear it with headphones. Um, But there's a few things like that in this song that kind of add to that like, like mild kind of psychedelic sound. Mm -hmm. Um, or you can kind of, if you're listening with headphones, you can hear this really quiet like in and out, like echoed back. Um, that I thought was really cool. And I like the line, breathe me in, breathe me out. I feel like when I'm listening to the song as more of like a general feeling, it's kind of like breathe in like someone's energy or like, you know, breathe, mm-hmm. breathe you in in like a kind of energetic way. Um, or there's the more realistic, like breathe in, like you're close to someone and you're like breathing in their scent. Um, and like, you're like, breathe, breathe me out. Like you're that close that you're just like the cycle of oxygen and whatever it's (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: very intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the same thing about the breathe me in, breathe me, breathe me out. And it almost, the way he says it, it's like you could take a deep breath in and a deep breath out as he sings it. Yeah, true. Um, Yeah. Um, And here we see that sort of, the in-watermelon-sugar connections here, where it's like, for the book, they really needed that type of watermelon-sugar to survive,
0: Mm. and
1: here it's like, I don't think I could ever go without, he's just kind of realizing that he needs this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah um yeah it it has a similar theme to adore you where it's like really all-consuming like mm-hmm. passion mm-hmm. that he's feeling um in both songs where it's just mm-hmm. like he's so so into this person yeah um i'm just thinking out loud thinking out loud is an ed sheeran song maybe yes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's a nod to that song maybe mm. they were listening to that who knows mm-hmm. um, yeah did you have anything else about this bit no so moving on to the chorus which is watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar high watermelon sugar <laughs> um, i feel like this is a classic hairy chorus yes where a classic he does these like short catchy choruses he's a pro at this i feel like we see it again and again in his music like woman carolina both had that where it's like one word or like one phrase um those are the two I thought of. <laughs> but uh-huh. Can you pull any off, off the top of your head where he also does that? What was the first one you said? Uh woman. Woman,
0: which is just Yeah. Wo- woman. Well, doesn't like ever since New York. Have yeah. That
1: same thing. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like the one repeated phrase, yeah. but he does it so well. Yeah. Um Yeah. Did I have anything else about that? (laughs) Yeah. I I really like it. And I think like um, you have to have really strong music if you're going to do that. And you have to have strong vocals and make it interesting and don't just keep it sort of flat. Yeah. Like it has to go somewhere else because you don't have you you can't rely on like um, intricate lyrics in the chorus there if you're just going to repeat the same couple words. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Harry always does like mm-hmm. he does make the other bits so interesting that it works so well and almost the simplicity of the lyrics allows him to be more creative vocally and musically um, and and people maybe pay more attention to those other things in that moment because they're also very important
0: definitely yeah, I feel like in the chorus is where you start to get – you get the, all the harmonies kind of really come in. Um, yes. During the first, like, repetitions, there's a, a low harmony um, of Watermelon Sugar that it's, like, really quiet, but you can hear it. Um, and then on the last line, Watermelon Sugar, obviously there's that crazy beautiful harmony where I think it's, like, a four-part harmony. Um, mm-hmm.
1: of- there's that amazing pause that comes before. Yes. like – jam jams it out
0: it's so good um and then you also have the acoustic guitars coming in the chorus so in the previous um part of the song you just have like the like the funk guitar that that mitch plays but then in the chorus you get like these acoustic guitar strums come in that kind of like make it a lot like fuller of a sound um but yeah i just love this chorus i love the rhythm of it like the rhythm of the guitar and the way they say watermelon sugar is just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to do like unless you know how to play like funk guitar, which I hundred percent don't. Um, it's really hard to play that rhythm, the guitar rhythm, and like sing along at the same time. It's super hard because <laughs> um, it's like a, a really like specific like rhythm, uh-huh. but but yeah, this song is just is so like like rhythmic, which is so yeah. different for Harry and and so something that I really really enjoy and like when you listen to this like you just want to dance and like move like your hips like it's just impossible not to because it just has that like groove to it yes um yeah and then this is technically the second verse but I feel like it's so much wrapped up into the chorus um on that last watermelon sugar it like the music pauses and they do like all the harmonies on watermelon sugar Mm -hmm. and then you get the like horn on strawberries in the second verse just like the way the chorus goes into that second verse is so cool
1: it's amazing i said horns yes please strawberries (laughs) (laughs) yes um do you want to move into the next next verse sure so we have strawberries with the horns on a summer evening baby you're the end of june I want your belly and that summer feeling getting washed away in you. Mm -hmm. My God, these lyrics are amazing. Mm -hmm. I love everything about this second verse. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so many horns throughout this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Also, I noticed the bass was really clear here. And Mm. um, we've talked about how on this album, Harry has had the bass much more up front than on the last one. Yeah. Um, And you said that was something typical, right? to um sort of R&B. Yeah, definitely. Um so I definitely noticed that. It's just getting more and more funky here. Mm-hmm. Um and it makes me go like we need the horns on tour I especially know. at this part. Like it's yeah. so important. It is. Um yeah, what what are your thoughts on this? Yeah,
0: I mean everything you said and then we also get um like another electric guitar coming in in this verse that does its own kind of little um, me- like looping melody um i love you're the end of june um That's the best line. i want your belly uh i remember my friend like l- listened to the song she's like a big harry fan but not like in the fandom um but she listened to the song and like i don't know i think she like texted me in all caps about that line because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty special um it's so good yeah I just yeah I love this part it's it's just really good
1: yeah I love the baby you're the end of June so much it's such a great comparison of like a person to a specific like time in a month Mm -hmm. where it's like the end of June it might be like just the perfect weather um and it's just such I don't know I love that you're the end of June what do you think he means by that just like because it's great weather and a good feeling and like yeah i kind
0: of took it as that like um like the end of june being yeah like kind of mid mid summer um mm-hmm. feeling obviously it could also be like more specific to something in harry's life um mm-hmm. like happened at that time or something like that
1: yeah
0: um but um, yeah, it makes me think of the Simon and Garf- Garfunkel song "April, Come She Will." Have you heard that?
1: Ooh, I
0: th- probably. It's really pretty. I think it's like very different because it's it's um. um well, I can read some of the lyrics because they're actually really short. But the the June one is, um, June she'll change her tune and restless walks she'll prowl the night. July she will fly mm-hmm. and give no warning to her flight. It goes through the whole well actually it doesn't That's go through so the whole pretty. year it just goes from april
1: they're great lyricists and harm harmonies too on, on oh yeah on every song
0: yeah august die she must mastery the autumn winds blow chilly and cold september i'll remember a love once new has now grown old Wow, it's kind of sad but um but i definitely thought of that when i heard that line
1: yeah a really great line and then i agree with you the belly line is it's like Um, I don't know. It's, it's like possessive and consuming and sexy and it's just all the good things. It's like, I want your belly. Just, I want you. It's like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, and also like the word belly, I feel like just like gives the like imagery of like someone with like a belly too. Yeah. Which I think is nice because it's like not imagery you typically get in like pop songs right Um, like normally like the imagery is like especially of women is like women with like a super flat stomach um but yeah like the word belly kind of like makes you think of like softness
1: yeah I love that it's like glorifying yeah that yes which I love yeah it's so good Yeah. it's like you just think of like a squishy yummy belly yeah to sink <laughs> into <laughs> like yes oh so good um yeah very what is it carnal kind of is that mm, the word i'm thinking yeah yeah um and then getting washed away in you is just like you're just like completely like overwhelmed by the person but also mm. like washed away um reminds me of um Liam song, yes, get low, get low, yeah. Where it's like, it could just, it could be a sexy kind of washing away. Yeah.
0: What is the get low
1: lyric? Can Um, you think of it? I'll look it up. It's like the water comes down or something. Oh. When the water comes, when the yeah tides come, I don't
0: know. I can't remember now.
1: Yeah, just being like kind of consumed in the person. Mm mm-hmm um anything else about this bit? Um I don't think so. So then we have breathe me in, breathe me out, I don't know if I could ever go without. So this is like a shorter version of the last pre-chorus. Yeah. Um and the music cuts out on without and for the f- watermelon sugar Highs, which come next, mm-hmm. the harmonies come back on, and before
0: that, there's a trumpet that like goes doo do 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 do.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. Um. And then we have the chorus again with more horns, mm-hmm. and it just kind of repeats itself. Do you have stuff about that? Not specifically, no. It's just all good. Yeah. Um, and then we have the bridge, which is, I just want to taste it. I just want to taste it. Watermelon sugar high. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it almost sounds like when he says, I just want to taste it. It kind of sounds like I just want to taste ya. Yeah. I hear that a bit. I remember we talked but about I think that. Officially, it's it. Yeah. Um, it works either way. Yeah. Um, and there's that laser beam sound on this part, especially on the high of watermelon sugar high. Um in the background I hear that sort mm. of laser beam sound that we hear in lights up.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. That synth. Um
0: Yeah, synth. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, no laser beam makes sense because a synth can sound like a lot of things.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Yeah, so this is a very sexy uh bridge. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I love this bridge. It is sexy. It's fun to sing. This song is just like a really fun song to like just like really get into. Like
1: it's mm. like
0: I think it's like in most people's like vocal ranges. It's like easy to dance to. It's like fun to dance to. It's like fun to sing. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm realizing too it this part in particular, I was just like thinking of me singing it because mm-hmm. i was like yeah you can really sing to it um and you get into it and you're like yeah. sugar, high and high like goes up yeah and it's, so it's like the 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 high yeah. goes high but when you, know, you sing like that i just want
0: to taste it like you sounded like on perfectly on key
1: oh thank you <laughs> especially that high bit too right that was i nailed that one i wasn't trying okay um but, like, I like that. What is that, like, text painting where, like, kind yeah, of? Yeah, I think not. kind of. Where, like, it follows the high. Of, the notes yeah. go high. And the, the song says high. And yeah. You kind of feel high.
0: Yeah. It's usually fun to sing with that little pause, too. Like, watermelon, sugar, high.
1: <laughs> yes. It's so good. Yeah. Also, high could be, like, high on drugs, high on life. That's kind of how I think it's of like, it. Yeah. 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 Or maybe, like, like, high yeah. on a feeling. High on a feeling, yeah. Yeah, um, All of it. <laughs> I was just... You're smoking pot, yeah. <laughs> eating someone out, and it's summer. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Um, I was just reminded
0: of a time, uh, not that time, another time when I was um, like 11 or 12 or something, and I was at the Russian mm-hmm. River um, with my friend. We used to go with our families every year. And, like, there was this one day so – we used to go in the summer. It was, like, very hot. We're, like, on the river. And there was one day where, like, I had this, like um, – these, like, essential oils. Not essential oils. Um, flower essences <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs>
0: that are, like, distilled in brandy. And then I had this, like, jasmine, like, body oil or something. But I remember, like, I, like, went swimming in the river and, like – Took my like flower essences and like put this like body oil on and I just like felt Aww. like so like high in like a very natural yeah. way because I wasn't actually high. That's so beautiful. I mean, I guess I could have been a little buzzed from the brandy and my flower. You never essences, know what are but... <laughs> essential oils. <laughs> but I was just visited with that memory.
1: Of, oh, like... that's really nice. Yeah. Well, because
0: there are those like I moments in life where you're just like blissed out on a feeling and yeah. and you like you oh, feel so high much. even though you're not like chemically yes. altered.
1: Yes. Um, There was a very distinct moment in my freshman year of college where my roommate and I decided to watch Frozen Mm -hmm. Um, and we like were just in our dorm room dancing and singing and we had like the door open for some reason people kept walking by and like we did not care and like we weren't on anything except just the high of life (laughs) and I really remember feeling like I kind of feel like I'm drunk (laughs) except I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> but you best. were just like in that euphoric state yeah. yeah yeah totally so good
0: yeah well i love the the contrast between this song like you were talking about this song being similar to adore you in the sense that they both have that like that like longing like desperate feeling but i feel yeah. like Eroda. hold on one second. sorry i had to yell at my dog um i feel like I muted myself because I don't want people to think I mean, even though I just told you all that I was yelling at my dog. <laughs>
1: um,
0: in Adore you, I feel like the desperation is like a little bit more um, like frantic and like it's like a more mm-hmm. it's like a more upbeat song. It's like more of an obvious um kind of desperation whereas watermelon sugar is like so much more like mellow and chill. Yeah, like, it's like
1: basking. yeah,
0: it's like basking and it. it doesn't feel like. It, it doesn't feel like the desperation of, like, I don't have it or I, like, need this thing. It's more like you're, like, you have it right now and you're just, yeah, yeah blissed out. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, then we go into um, the pre-course again. Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening and it sounds just like a song. I want your belly and that summer feeling. I don't know if I could ever go without Um, in here, the music cuts down to the acoustic guitar and piano, although it might be the funk guitar, because clearly I incorrectly (laughs) named it at the beginning. Um, and there's like this fade out of the horns and whatnot, and it just like, it, again, it has that acoustic-y feel, whether or not it's actually the acoustic guitar mm-hmm. um, for, like, it sounds just like a song. It, it, it definitely feels like it's this, like, fourth-wall breakage where he's like, this is a song, and it sounds just like a song because it's so stripped back at this moment in particular. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's all, like, warm, and then, bam, it becomes electric. Yes. Um, and um, before it has this big build at the end, the music cuts at the last line, and then the horns come on. On like without and there's this wonderful harmony between the lyrics and the music and it's like the Mm -hmm. horns go da 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 and they like build and it's so good yeah yeah thoughts
0: um not so much on the ending um yeah just what you said
1: Okay, thank you. Um, The (laughs) da-da-da's really did it. (laughs) This is why I should have you go first on these. I don't know why I keep going first. (laughs) Clearly, my descriptions are not as accurate. No, your descriptions are accurate because then I'm like, yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, So then we have um, the chorus again, Watermelon Sugar High. Um and this is like the most intense chorus with all the horns and everything. Mm-hmm. And Harry in the background's going, "Sugar?" Yes. "Sugar?" <laughs> <laughs> and there's like all this ad-lib stuff. Um and it gives it that live quality that I love so much. Like you can really listen, especially on these end bits. There's like random sounds that you just wouldn't hear. Yeah. If you weren't listening. Like there's screaming in the background. There's like all these background vocals. It it just feels like there's so many little hidden things that you can keep discovering every time you listen, which is just the best thing about Harry's music mm-hmm. um, that you don't see in a ton of pop songs. So, yeah, um, I'm really happy with that. And the harmonies are on this second set of Watermelon Sugar High. The harmonies are just so perfect mm-hmm. um, and you can hear the layers of Harry so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? last chorus section
0: well it just gets like so fun and i just can't wait to hear this song live um at the shows like it's probably the song other than cherry it's probably the song i'm most looking forward to hearing mm-hmm. live in person yeah. um just because i think it's gonna be so fun especially if he has horns i with can't him.
1: wait until we get a dance to it together i know It's going to be epic. We're really going to have to let down all our walls and just really go for it. Yeah, we are. (laughs) I'm ready.
0: Might need to have a little kombucha on an empty stomach before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll just vlog out everyone. (laughs) Once you see me, like, being a total... Like, just imagine I went alone and I just danced by myself. So it'll be... It'll be a okay if we're dead.
0: I actually have a lot easier of a time doing that kind of stuff by myself like if I'm alone and I'm like yeah. no one here knows me I can like let down yeah, my inhibitions so much more than if I'm like around people who do know me and then I'm like more self-conscious yeah, that is true. but no I mean I'm 100% not going to be self-conscious at the Harry concerts I'm going to be dancing and being being however I want to be <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs>
0: um yeah and i think and I'll, we, i think i'll have gone before i don't are the new york shows the first ones i'm going to I actually don't know. maybe they are that would be fun if the first show was we were together
1: that would be fun i have no idea i'm going to
0: portland
1: i feel like it is for me yeah i'm looking
0: May unless i decide
1: to go to more somehow
0: yeah because they're all in july the mm. new york shows the and, first week of july yeah early July yeah and then Portland is yeah Portland's not till late August and then Vegas is oh my is god early you're September. so
1: lucky yours are spread out I know well I'm really jealous but I'm traveling yeah that's true <laughs> but still but yeah I'll get to go
0: July and then August and then September
1: that's nice yeah
0: and I won't get to take any other vacations this year <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's me right now with my work. Oh. I'm gonna have to fake sickness on a whole bunch of days oh, because no. I, don't, I don't have the days off, yeah. and I need to take days off for med school interviews. So yeah, I'm I'm about to get the flu next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's been going around. So <laughs> I told my coworkers today. I was like, guys, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, I have to ditch. <laughs> That's nice of you to warn them. Yeah. We, we keep it chill. <laughs> um, I'm their boss, but I, uh, I do the same for them, and I, I don't really care. Um, yeah, we just don't get enough vacation days. It's just not fair. Yeah. Um, okay, then the last bit. I just want to taste it. I just want to taste it. Watermelon sugar high. I just want to taste it. I just want to taste it. Watermelon sugar high. Watermelon sugar. I love the way so it... What are your thoughts on this? Well, I love the episode? way it ends abruptly. Yes. It's a very woman-esque ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where it's got that. Woman. hmm Watermelon sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard the laser beam sounds again. Yes. Um, he really comes in full on this last watermelon sugar. Feels so close to you. It's like right in your ear. Yeah. Um, And the background vocals that he does are really nice, too. And we got got all the laser beams and horns and Mm -hmm. just feels really alive. Yeah. Anything else about these lyrics? I don't think so. So that is the Watermelon Sugar lyrical analysis. Do you have a favorite lyric from this song? I was just looking through and trying to think. I mean, I love
0: Watermelon Sugar High. I think it's such a good lyric. Um, uh, and then just, like, kind of the, the, the like, general, like, all the words kind of combined, like, strawberries, yeah. summer evening, summer feeling, sounds just like a song, wonderful and warm. Like, I don't think there's any specific lyric. I think it's just, like, all of the lyrics combined are my favorite.
1: <laughs> yeah, they really go together so well, because I feel like it's like they're painting this really nice picture
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they do i, I think my favorite's got to be you're the end of june mm-hmm. i think that's so poetic mm-hmm. um but yeah i think you're right in that it, they all just they they put together a really nice picture yeah do you think this will be an official single at any point it was kind of one of those promotional singles but it didn't actually make it to single level
0: yeah sadly i don't think it will be because it's already had it's like time <laughs> Um, yeah. like it would be weird for them to like br- re like bring it out again. Cause they kind of already like mm-hmm. did that by releasing it first. I think they should do it like in June.
1: Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of June. Oh my God. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously this is one of my favorite songs I would have loved if it was like an official single. I don't think it's going to be, I think this is like mm-hmm. the ever since New York of this album in that yeah. we got the live version and then it's like not really a single and then also that it kind of becomes underrated in the fandom I mean I know a lot of people love this song but I definitely think a lot of people kind of like have forgotten about it and are over it now Mm -hmm. that like the full album is out and that makes me kind of sad and I do think part of it is because it is so low key I mean it's not low Mm -hmm. key and like um it's not sad or like a downer of a song but it's just it's like very mellow and chill and groovy and I think people, like, gravitate more to, like, the really, like, pop um, yeah. sounds and, like, the more um, kind of fast-paced or, like, bouncy songs, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it doesn't seem like people are loving this song as much as they did when it first came out, and it makes me sad, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who are you following? I mean, I guess I've seen some people, but I don't know. Well, I I, did- I, I haven't seen... What? It's it's not that I've seen people
0: say bad things about this. I just don't see it mentioned very often. Like I'll see people talking right. a lot about like other songs and I just don't see people talking about watermelon sugar anymore.
1: Yeah. Um I saw someone tweet the other day like if you say your favorite song is like Lights Up, Adore You or Falling, I automatically know you're like a local. <laughs> like you know how they say yeah. like, a local <laughs> fan like <laughs> like not a hardcore fan. Wait, if just, you like, say your favorite songs are which ones? lights up adore you and like uh, uh falling falling that's I think funny. <laughs> so <laughs> that, i guess that makes sense that like, they the go towards those more know. mainstream ones yeah yeah um yeah, I, I don't know if this will be an official one. Probably not. Although I would love for them to release it, like, June 26th. It's a good date. Good <laughs> Friday. Not It's not Good Friday. <laughs> That's in April. <laughs> but it, it's a good Friday to release a song. Yeah. Um, that would be nice. This would be such a fun song to do a music video of. It would. Gosh. Well, this was a good discussion. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah. I'm glad we got to this song. Yeah. Um, Oh, this is what I was going to say. I knew I was going to say something. Um, Have you seen any of those like big data collections on people ranking the songs and they collect all the data and see which of Harry's songs are like people's most favorite and whatnot or no. no? I know someone did that, I think, for the last album or for other 1D albums. So I'd love to see that. If anyone has seen it, let us know. Tweet us. Yes, I remember that. Like yeah, Yeah. I remember. Because sometimes you think that some songs are like less liked, but then they're not.
0: Yeah, Um, maybe. Hopefully, I don't know.
1: Yeah, at talk underscore direction. If you're tweeting us, if you find one, please let us know. I mean, we could just do um, a talk direction listener one too. We should do that. Yeah. But our data will not be as (laughs) widespread. No. Um, Do you have a recommendation this week, Lucia? Um, I didn't really prepare one,
0: but, um, I just painted my nails black and um, I love, I love having painted nails. Um, I, I work with my hands a lot, so it's hard to keep my nails painted because it chips just instantly. Um, I also have short nails, so it's hard to paint them because it gets all over my skin. Um, and I often don't have the time, but you know, podcasting is really the perfect time to paint your nails because you have to have sit still. Have you been still. painting
1: your nails? Perhaps. I have. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: <laughs> well, oh. I just realized I'm so fidgety when I'm recording. So I'm like, why don't you paint your nails as your little tick? And then
1: yeah. it's probably
0: quieter than all the other, like, things you want to do um, yeah. and more productive. That's so cool. But now I have black nails. And I just – I love black nails.
1: And yeah, that's my recommendation for the week. Paint your nails black. It. That's awesome. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm like, like there was at one point when I was recording in my brother's room, there was like this piece of like, I think it was one of those twist tie things mm-hmm. that like ties up bread. And I kept like coiling it different <laughs> ways. And I would just like leave it on the desk <laughs> till next recording. And just, yes. <laughs> Every time. Yeah,
0: it's so hard. Yeah, I, I either like I need to I, ha- I like do like doodles on a paper which like Mm -hmm. the mic picks up or i'm like moving my chair a bunch which like the mic picks up like there's nothing i can
1: do quiet
0: we'll see if you can hear the sound of me like picking up the nail polish bottle
1: (laughs) well i didn't hear anything so (laughs) maybe your mic did though we'll see um i'm gonna recommend rare the album by selena gomez i know i pre-recommended this before it came out (laughs) this is your official but now i've listened to it yeah so it's an amazing album. It's like the perfect <coughs> pop album. There's so many great dance songs, like Rare, Dance Again. Um, the two singles, obviously, Look at Her Now and Lose, L- Lose You to Love Me are great. Um, I love Ring, um, yeah, just a lot of great songs. Vulnerable is great. Um, so if you're looking for like a fun pop album that's going to get you dancing, give that a listen. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode. Let us know what you think of Watermelon Sugar and the uh, news that Harry is maybe doing another music video. Do you think it's falling? Is it not falling? Etc. cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, thank you so much for listening to episode 207 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com um or our instagram which is just talk direction and you can also follow us individually on twitter and instagram i am at caitlin i r foster and caitlin is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n and lucia where can they find you
0: you can find me on twitter and instagram at lucia o spelled l-u-c-c-i-a-o-h
1: And then don't forget that we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talkdirection. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash talkdirection, where you can financially support the show, which we very much appreciate, especially coming into concert season, tour season, um, But also we're doing a whole bunch of bonus content over there for you guys. Mm -hmm. So today we have talk direction down low, which is the extra half hour mini episode that we do every time we record. And we're going to be talking about Liam's album. So we're discussing the ins and outs of that. And there's a reason we're putting it on TDDL. (laughs) So if you want to get our real hardcore personal thoughts that we don't share on the show, Mm -hmm go check out patreon.com slash talk direction and you can even just try it for a month see how you like the liam one if you're really curious for our thoughts on liam and then stick around if you want more Mm -hmm. um you can also subscribe to this podcast on itunes or on soundcloud you can leave us a review to help more people discover the show which is always very kind um yeah that's pretty much it i'm caitlin and i'm lucia thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time for episode 208 Bye. Bye.